Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Investigators say they have found no evidence that the suspect shooter in the Monterey Park mass killing was targeting a love interest. The First Lady's first offering to the Smithsonian at the American History Museum. I'm John Doman. Good morning. Welcome in. One o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. The farm worker accused of killing seven people in Half Moon Bay, California on Monday has made his first court appearance. The hearing was brief. The 66-year-old suspect, Jun Li Zhao, facing seven counts of first-degree murder, used a Mandarin interpreter to communicate with the court. No plea was entered. He will remain held without bail. San Mateo County District Attorney Steve Wagstaff. We want to make sure that this man gets a fair trial, that the victim's families get justice through a fair trial. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. Police say they still don't know why a 72-year-old man shot and killed 11 people at a dance hall in Monterey Park, California, Saturday, and later killed himself. L.A. County Sheriff Robert Luna. Not only have we found that he wasn't married, but we have not been able to tie him in romantically to any of the victims so far. A lawyer for the first grade teacher in Newport News, Virginia, who was shot allegedly by a six-year-old student, is now accusing school administrators of ignoring several warnings that the first grader had a gun. More on that from CBS's Jeff Pegues. According to the lawyer, Zwerner warned an administrator that the boy had threatened another student, but nothing was done. Later, someone allegedly reported the boy put the gun in his pocket, but instead of searching him, an administrator dismissed it because the six-year-old has little pockets. A storm system that produced tornadoes near Houston and dropped snow from Oklahoma to Michigan is still on the move. The Weather Channel meteorologist Mike Bettis. What is left of our two-day sprawling storm system is mostly a cold rain and snow around the Great Lakes and the Northeast, accumulating snow across the Ohio Valley with the biggest snows falling across northern New England. The rain along I-95 here, continue with a mix around New York, but mostly a rain event south of there, places like Baltimore and D.C. Former President Trump's Facebook account is being reinstated in the coming weeks. It was suspended more than two years ago, the day after the January 6th insurrection. More from CBS's Scott McFarland. The Facebook meta executive says now is that times have changed and time has passed and in their words the risk has receded the company said in a blog post on wednesday it's adding quote new guardrails to ensure there are no repeat offenders who violate its rules nasa says an asteroid the size of a delivery truck will whip past earth thursday night 2200 miles above the southern tip of south america that's one of the closest encounters ever recorded space agency says there's no risk that the asteroid just discovered on Saturday will hit our planet. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Not die from an overdose. Charlie was poisoned. Websites and social media selling fake medicines may look legitimate, but they're not. He died in less than 15 minutes after taking the pill. Any medication not purchased from a licensed pharmacy could be deadly. No other family should go through this. It's just horrific. Go to safe.pharmacy. Learn about fake medicine on social media and if an online pharmacy is safe. WTOP at 103. 
Thursday. Thursday morning, January 26, 2023. Rain in Dean. Some patchy fog out there. Burns off by daybreak. Cold. Low of 35 before we're done. We are down to 44 in our nation's capital now. Good morning to you. Indeed, Lane. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you this morning, the school superintendent in Newport News, Virginia, has been relieved of his duties this week. The school board voting 5-1 to one on a separation agreement and severage package. He'll be gone at the start of next month. We do have to um, uh, move in a new direction as a board. That school board member, Douglas C. Brown, their parents and teachers have been calling for George Parker III's departure since a six-year-old boy shot and seriously injured his teacher during class. And that happened, of course, earlier this month that we told you about here on WTLP. In the meantime, the wounded teacher we hear now this week is formally suing the school district, saying the administration did not protect its people. This is outrageous. Richneck Elementary School teacher Abigail Warner's attorney, Diane Toscano, says the school administration was warned three times by staff on the day of the shooting that the six-year-old student could be armed. Given the opportunity to call the police over a report of a potentially armed student, the school administrator failed to act and protect the school. School Superintendent George Parker III has said at least one administrator was told the boy may have a weapon, but nothing was found in his backpack. Police say they were unaware staff expressed concerns that day. Toscano says the 25-year-old teacher is healing from serious injuries after being shot through her hand and in her chest. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Meantime, it was a little more than a year ago this happened when a student in Magruder High in Montgomery County shot and wounded a classmate then in a bathroom at that school. Since then, county public school system has been assessing the response that day and is now releasing more details about lessons learned. The school system says after talking to more witnesses, it's adding to its after-action report over the shooting committed by 18-year-old Stephen Alston Jr. And one big takeaway is that in the future, there needs to be a strong incident command structure at these sorts of events since there appeared to be some confusion that day among staff and others about who was in charge. And on that day, there were apparently cases of teachers not following lockdown protocols by leaving their classroom and even the teacher with the shooter unknowingly in their classroom, mistakenly dismissing the class when the bell rang. Also looking back, better communication could have resulted in the lockdown being lifted earlier, the report said. The school system also saying it's taken steps to address cell phone connectivity since reception issues forced staff to relay 911 dispatcher information over walkie-talkies to those helping the wounded student. Alston Jr. was sentenced to 18 years in prison for the shooting. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. There's a warning this Thursday morning for you to stay away from enoki mushrooms from China. The Maryland Department of Health says there's potential contamination with listeria bacteria. The mushrooms are sold in 7-ounce clear plastic packages with a brown and green label. You can see what the mushroom packages actually look like and read a lot more about this. Click away at our website, WTLP.com. Of course, search mushrooms. There's a new addition this week to one of the more popular displays at the Smithsonian's American History Museum. The dress is worn by... First Lady Jill Biden during President Biden's inauguration. The dresses themselves are stylish and formal, or as any guy would tell their wife, yeah, they look good, but what's on display too is... Matching masks. First Lady Jill Biden wore them too. They're just pieces of small cloth. The pandemic was less than a year old at the time, and vaccines weren't widely available yet. They represent the enormity 
of what we all face. Biden chose New York's Alexandra O'Neill to design her attire. O'Neill was just 34 at the time. Because young people showed up and voted for Joe in historic numbers. Standing next to her dress, displayed on the third floor now, O'Neill says... It's mind-blowing. At the American History Museum. <laughs> of course. John Dome in WTOP News. Because of the new car shortage, car buyers are paying over sticker price for new cars. Not if it's Gerald Subaru in Gaithersburg and Rockville. We still post our no-haggle, no-hassle price on the windshield of every new Subaru and Subaru-certified pre-owned in Fitzway used car. And many are discounted below sticker. Our price transparency will earn your trust. That's the Fitzway. Call 888-FITZMALL and get all the facts. Transparency and trust. That's the Fitzway. There's just no better way to go. Coming right up this half hour on WTOP. 13 years in prison for shooting to death a man holding two children. I'm Dick Iuliano. It is January 26th. Good Thursday morning. Welcome in to the 1 a.m. hour at WTOP. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. I've got 108 in the morning to be exact Thursday. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter with us this early hour in the WTLP Traffic Center. And with a lot of the weather moving out of the area, things are getting a chance to dry out just a little bit. So for now, you're in good shape on the Beltway through Maryland and Virginia. No major issues to report. 95 in Virginia, leaving Fredericksburg headed north toward the Beltway in Springfield. So far, so good. 395 north between the Beltway and the 14th Street Bridge. Also, without early issue, nothing reported in the roadway so far to slow you down. If you're traveling on the George Washington Parkway, good ride between Old Town and the Beltway in McLean. Uh, no incidents in either direction. 66 from as far west as Haymarket through Roslyn and the Roosevelt Bridge, also in good shape to start. Uh, traveling into the district, both I-295 North and DC-295 South, without issue. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Still a few wet roads out there. Give yourself a little bit of extra time. The fog is burned off for the most part, and we'll see uh, clearing conditions as we make our way in towards the morning hours. Starting off the morning with uh, some clearing skies, and that means some sunshine early, but then more clouds during the afternoon. Rather windy conditions, too. Winds gusting 30 to 40 miles an hour, carrying wind chills in the upper 30s to low 40s. So it'll be a chilly afternoon, but not too bad. Friday, high temperatures in the mid-40s with more sun. Saturday, looking great. Going for a high temperature of 52. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. We're at 42 in Upper Marlboro, 40 in Centerville. It's 44 degrees in our nation's capital. This check in the 1 a.m. hour, Thursday morning, January 26th. Brought to you this morning by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, papers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Coming right up this morning on WTLP. School zones may be shrinking here in Maryland. I'm Neil Augenstein. We didn't know what to expect. We were just... Just left in a hotel. My mom was doing drugs in the house. Tay and Brianna spent years of their childhood in homes that weren't safe. They were placed in foster care and longed for a permanent, loving home. I didn't know what my future was. I wouldn't speak to anyone. I was afraid of everything. With help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption, Brianna and Tay were adopted and now feel excited about their futures. I'm studying to be a chef, and I really want to travel the world. I'm going to be a mechanic, and I can focus on my career. Right now, in the United States, there are more than 100,000 children in foster care, just like Brianna and Tay, who need a family now. Learn how you can help at DaveThomasFoundation.org. 
the Thursday morning, January 26th. Welcome in this early hour. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Time now to be exact, 111. This is WTOP News. Last year, a man was gunned down locally in D.C. while holding a baby. Now the man convicted in the killing has learned his sentence. Not only was Cedric Miller holding an infant in a car seat, he was also holding the hand of a five-year-old when he suffered 11 gunshot wounds. The children were not hurt. Jarrell Harris has now been sentenced to 13 years in prison for the attack. He was convicted of voluntary manslaughter while armed. At the time, the police commander assigned to the Langdon neighborhood, William Fitzgerald, called it one of the most horrible things in several years in the 5th District. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. Turning now on WTOP to an update this Thursday morning on a deadly single car crash involving two teenage girls in Fairfax County locally earlier this month. Police say their investigation has discovered the Lexus that was involved was apparently moving at more than 100 miles an hour. Detectives also believe the car was airborne for a period for about 130 feet. Two 16-year-olds and a third person were killed. The third person remains hospitalized still after the crash. The crash happened on January 10th on Lee Chapel Road in Fairfax Station. The section of roadway where the accident happened is known for being especially dangerous. The board is telling transportation staff to develop a cost estimate for widening the two-lane road to four lanes as well as removing hills that reduce visibility for about a mile between Ox Road and Fairfax County Parkway. The road has been the site of deadly crashes since at least... 2005. Maryland lawmakers are considering changes to school zone speed limits that could save you some money. Right now here in Maryland, the radius of a school zone and a speed camera for that school zone is half a mile. A new bill being considered would reduce the school zone to one-tenth of a mile. The bill by Baltimore County State Senator Charles Sidner would likely reduce the number of speed camera tickets and citations issued by officers. Besides less revenue, it would also cost counties to relocate existing cameras and tweak the infrastructure around current school zones. In Bethesda, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Alexandria is apparently pumping the brakes on a grant program meant to benefit minority business owners. The city says it was served with a lawsuit over its black indigenous and people of color grant program. It's taking the time to review the lawsuit and is delaying the program's launch right now. Alexandria Now reports the suit was filed by the engineering firm Tridentsa. It says that the company in the program is blatantly illegal because it requires businesses getting the grants to be majority owned by people of color. In other words, the suit says this means, quote, no whites allowed and the Equal Protection Clause prohibits Alexandria from actually discriminating based on race. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 
WTOB Sports Time at 1.15 and Mr. Rob Woodford. The Wizards completed a Texas two-step with a comeback win in Houston, 108-103, led by Kyle Kuzma's second 30-point game in his many nights and Kendrick Nunn's impressive debut in a 19-point comeback against the Rockets. Kuz scored all but four of his game-high 33 points in the second half, including a 20-point fourth quarter. In the first half, it was real funky. We just had a bad energy about ourselves and um, just came out in the second half and just tried to play hard as possible and um, for me I just erased the first half from my mind and just you know just try to take over the game and um, you know just try to find a way to help us get a win. None had 12 points in his first play time as a wizard since coming over in the Rui Hachimura trade. It was an even better night for college basketball around the DMV especially in College Park where Maryland is 10 and 1 at home after a 73-55 victory over Wisconsin. Jameer Young had his fourth 20-point game in his last five and told Big Ten Network Sunday's second half rally against Purdue was a factor. It's something we could have bit off of. They're the number three team in the country, so being able to go on the road and battle with them was huge for us to have build momentum into this game um, and leading into the next game. So we're just trying to keep it going, keep sharing the ball, and uh, really just defending and rebounding, limiting them to one shot. And as Akeem Hart added, the Terps' size advantage played into their hands. Yeah, that was definitely the emphasis going there. Most of my coach was telling me they shorter than me, so I got to put pressure on the uh, on offense and get my teammates shots. And it worked as Hart had a career-high eight assists to go with his 13 points. GW and American were also winners on their home courts. Navy got a game above 500 with a road win over Bucknell, but George Mason was blown out by VCU. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob. Good Thursday morning, January 26th. Welcome in this early hour, 116 to be exact on WTOP this Thursday morning. This is WTOP News. Important locations from the Jim Crow era may soon be marked by new road signs across Virginia. The Green Book was a way for individuals to be able to find safe places to stay during Jim Crow. Virginia Delegate Mike Mullen explaining his bill that calls for historical signs across the state, marking sites from the Green Book. Those were sites that were said to be safe for black Americans to visit. The bill passed in the House of Delegates and now moves to the state Senate. Julie Langen heads the Virginia Department of Historic Resources. We will be working, as we have been, to try to get a complete inventory of all of those sites to determine which are still standing, which are not. Virginia has more than 300 Green Book sites. Nick Alinelli, WTOP News. Up stories we're looking at for you on WTOP this Thursday morning. Former President Donald J. Trump is allowed, we're being told this week, to return to Facebook and Instagram, was earlier given permission to tweet again. After a lot of back and forth, what is President Joe Biden's decision now on sending sophisticated American battle tanks to Ukraine? We'll update you on the war between Russia and Ukraine. How that teacher shot by one of her six-year-old students in Newport News is responding to the attack this week formally. We've got news about the school district superintendent as well. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Again, Thursday morning, January 26th, where the time is 118. Traffic and weather on the 8th. First to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. As they are actually setting up the work on the inner loop of the Beltway. They're getting ready to close off the entrance to the express lanes for the work between entrance in Springfield in 66. So uh, in the next few minutes, you won't be able to enter the express lanes. They've already closed off the ramps uh, to the express lanes between Springfield and I-66. So that means no access from Braddock Road, from Gallows Road, or from 29 as a result of the closure. Other than that, though, no other issues or delays to speak of in Virginia. You're quiet on 95 and 395-66, both inside and outside the Beltway without issue. Uh, no worries along the George Washington Parkway in either direction. 
Uh, still in good shape, 270 north and south between the Beltway and Frederick. I-95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway remain incident and delay-free. And 50 out toward Annapolis and the Bay Bridge are in good shape and on the bridge itself. No incidents, no delays. Three lanes westbound, two lanes eastbound, and for now, no delay in either direction. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking that storm system as it continues to pull away from the region. Still some wet roads, so give yourself a little bit of extra time. Uh, one thing we will see is the development of wind during the morning hours. We'll see winds gusting 30 to 40 miles per hour, creating a wind chill, so it's definitely going to be on the chilly side. Uh, make sure you bundle up out there. Not overly cold, but definitely chilly, uh, especially with the cloud cover later this afternoon as well. Now, on as we make our way into the day on Friday, looking good. Sunshine, high of 47. Saturday. I have 52. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, we're looking at 39 degrees now, this 1 a.m. hour in Gaithersburg, 44 Arlington, 42 in Lanham. We are at 46 degrees now in our nation's capital. This check brought to you in the 1 a.m. hour on WTOP by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Check him out. Lynn, the plumber, and coming right up this early hour on WTOP. D.C. gets top grades in trying to curb smoking. Virginia is one of the worst in the nation. I'm Luke Luker. When you hear Diamonds Direct, it's not just a catchy name designed to give the illusion of value. Our name is who we really are. Diamonds Direct was started by diamond cutters a quarter of a century ago. At our very core is a commitment to cut out the middleman and deliver extreme value in exquisite diamonds. Today, that's more true than ever. With our direct access to diamonds straight from the mines, diamonds that we then cut and polish exquisite diamonds up to 15 and 20 carats in all shapes and sizes. It's an advantage other jewelers only dream of. By overseeing the entire process, we know for a fact Diamonds Direct is truly direct. So this year, as value becomes more important than ever, rest assured that Diamonds Direct's unique status in the world diamond market guarantees you the best no middleman direct importer price, period. And even with this extreme value promise, at Diamonds Direct, you still get an unbeatable selection, transparent education, a luxurious shopping experience, Superior customer service, no compromises. It's not having a cool name or clever advertising. It's the truth. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Good Thursday morning, January 26th. Welcome into WTOP. The time now is 121. This is WTOP News. Local police, Fairfax County Police need help finding thieves targeting gaming machines at several different convenience stores. The machines have been hit six times since the end of 2022. In each of the thefts, suspects entered the store and forcibly removed the devices or opened the machines to steal the money. It's happened in Springfield, McLean, and Alexandria, we're told. Police say if you have any info on this, they want to hear from you soon. We have video of the suspects. A click away at WTOP.com. You can also see a full list of where the thefts have actually taken place. Arlington police think there are more assault victims out there. And if you are one of them, they'd like to know about it. The call for reports comes from the situation after the arrest of a 17-year-old who's accused of grabbing a runner's behind, then running past her. All happening, we're told, on November 29th when the young woman was jogging along Route 50 near Fort Myer. Police think other people may have been grabbed near the base as well as in the adjoining Clarendon Courthouse neighborhood. Local governments in our area are taking vastly different approaches these days when it comes to smoking and tobacco use. The American Lung Association's State of Tobacco report says this week D.C. is using policies 
to try to curb the habit while Virginia is not. When we increase tax, we decrease consumption. So we know that that's an evidence-based tool. D.C. has the highest tax in the country at 450 per pack. That is one reason it received top marks. Meanwhile, Virginia received a poor grade in part to its 60 cents per pack tax. They have one of the lowest taxes in the nation. Alex Casper with American Lung says along with higher taxes, they are advocating for a change to health insurance laws in the Commonwealth. Currently, a tobacco surcharge allows insurance carriers to charge someone who uses tobacco more than someone who doesn't. There's some data that shows that that is not effective and actually prevents people from seeking care. Luke Luger, WTOP News. So do you need to take something to help you sleep each and every night? New study this week says that in 2020, 8.4% of all adults took sleep medication in the last 30 days, either every day or most days, to help them fall or stay asleep. The National Center for Health Stats says women were more likely, apparently, than men to take medication for sleep. It is also found that sleep medication use increased with increasing age and decreased with increasing income. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. This is a message from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. If you were exposed to toxic substances while serving in the military, a new law called the PACT Act may make you eligible for additional benefits and care. The PACT Act benefits veterans of the Vietnam era, Gulf War era, and post-9-11 era who were exposed to toxic fumes, burn pits, Agent Orange, radiation, and other environmental hazards. Survivors of toxic exposed veterans and veterans who served in specific countries in Africa, the Middle East, and Southwest Asia are also potentially eligible. Learn more about the PACT Act by going to va.gov pact or by calling 1-800-MY-VA-411. We at VA are here for you, and we're ready to get you the care and benefits you've earned and deserve. I'm Mike Richmond. WTOP at Dean Lane. WTOP at 125. Money news each half hour at 25 and 55 on TOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Just in time for the spring buying season, housing is showing signs of life. Data from the Redfin real estate firm show pending home sales in the U.S. rose in December for the first time in more than a year. An easing of mortgage rates is bringing some prospective buyers back into the market. Freddie Mac will have its weekly look at the mortgage market this morning. Worries that denim is falling out of favor appear to have been overblown. Jeans maker Levi Strauss says revenue in the fourth quarter beat expectations thanks to strong direct-to-consumer sales and gains in Europe. Experts had feared a slowdown with younger shoppers pivoting away from jeans. Boeing says an innovative plane it's developing with NASA could one day replace its venerable 737. The plane has extra long, thin wings stabilized by diagonal struts to reduce drag. Boeing plans to fly a full-scale prototype before 2030. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. As a Walgreens pharmacist, I talk with people all the time about little tips and tricks for filling their Medicare prescriptions, like taking advantage of Walgreens 90-day refills to save them a trip, or using refill by scan, which is super easy and right on your phone. 
And for anybody worried about prescription costs, I say, hey, we got you with low-cost co-pays on many medications. Let's talk about making things easier. Walgreens is here. Fill your way and save at walgreens.com slash Medicare. See pharmacists for restrictions and exclusions. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display. 